0: Good vogue everybody. Tonight we are learning Parak of Alf and Safar the last parak, in Shayydhav Shaftim Mezra Shem. Today's parak we're going to learn about. Kleisel makes a sure that they're not going to give their daughters over to anybody in Sheb and Yemen. Kleisell is then going to regret that decision because they're going to recognize that if nobody marries the people who are left from Shea and Yemen then Sheb Yemen is going to be destroyed. There's not going to be any remnants of and Yemen, so is going to gather together, they're going to come with a solution, and the parak is going to end off with somewhat of a happier note, that Klai comes up with a solution and they find people to marry the people from and Yamin. Let's jump right in. Parakol Aleph, Posek Aleph, Veish Yisrael Ishi Menal made a shvo that they're not going to <in> give any of their daughters to anybody from Sheban <Hebrew> <speaking> Yamin. The <Hebrew> first point <speaking> now that and others point out that this shvo was made before the the war against It was made when Binyamin refused <Hebrew> to give over the people from Up. So Kli made a at that point. Not going to give any of their daughters to anybody from Binyamin, and now after the war, it's going to ha- it's going to happen that there's only six hundred men from Binyamin left, and there's no woman from Binyamin left. So now, if no nobody marries, no, no girls marry anybody from Sheh Binyamin. Sheh Binyamin is going to be destroyed. Klai travels to Bateskal and they cry out to Baruch They say, K'adosh Baruch Hu, K'adosh Baruch Hu says, says, How could it be that there's going to be an entire sheva which is going to be destroyed, which is not going to be a trace of so that sheva? The Gemara speaks on Baba Basra that it seems that there was a shvua, that there was never going to be a sheva which is lost from Klai So some the first thing discussed, it. and what was Klai thinking when they made this shvua? What was Klai thinking when they went to war against B'nyamin? So the Diana Brisk suggested that you're Right, technically this shul, this shu was was known to cry. however, they didn't make the, they weren't making any cheshbainet stearchas wants and therefore they were supposed to go out to war. The next day, and they bring up trying to figure out a solution. How they can save Shimon Yamin? So Klaietz comes up with a very interesting solution, and they come up with the fact that they made a shvua, they made a chirim. When Klaietzal all got together in mitzvah to figure out what to do against the yam and they said anybody who doesn't come is going to be Chai mitzvah, which we'll come back to this, we'll come back to this at the end. That you see from here that Klaietzal or a kal or tzibur has the ability to make this type of shvua, make the type of decree that if anybody who doesn't come they're going to be chay mitzvah. We'll come back to that. But either way, Klaietzal made this decree. So therefore, Kalei Saul says, who didn't come up to this meeting? Who, who was there during this episode, during this Tukufa of, with Shev in Yemen? And they didn't come up to this meeting in Mitzvah because whoever didn't come up is Chayb Misa. And they made a khajim like this. They made a Cheshim that their Shavua against that nation, their Shavua that they made not to marry into Benyamin, that was the only people who were by the meeting. However, these people weren't by the meeting. So therefore, they're going to kill all the men from that city. They're going to kill all the men and the married women. However, all these single women, they're going to keep... And those women are eventually going to marry people from Yemen. That's the idea. That was the solution. So, the concerned. They don't know what to do. How are we going to come up with a solution to solve this problem? So now continues the Potsik Patsuchats by Yamiah Mishashala Sham Mitsh Al Machum Yavish Gilot Allah. So they came up with this Khajbin and nobody from Yavish Gilod came up to join the to join Klysr and when Klystral was dealing with the Yamat by his pocket on the Ine Insham Ishma Yeshri Yavish Gilot. So Klyis they made a Khajbin, they looked around, they saw that Taka the Yeshri Gil didn't come up. They said, kill out and destroy the entire city from Yavish Gilad. Kill them all out, kill the men, the women, and the children. They told him, they spoke out clearly that you should kill out any male, and kill out any woman who had relationships with a man, and the Diak was, the first one pointed out, they didn't say this explicitly, however, the Diak was, that they, the soldiers understood that they shouldn't kill any woman, who never had relations with a man. And these women were eventually going to marry the people from Sheva and Yom. The Rishayim never discussed how the Klaiths all know, how the soldiers supposed to know who was married, who had relations, who didn't. So the Rishayim suggested there was a test they were able to do that Rav says that they just figured it out on their own. They used their own logic. It was up to their discretion, to decide to figure that out. They found 400 girls from the city of ish who didn't have relations with a man and they brought them up they brought them back. to <laughs> shave They say we want to make a peace treaty. you want to give over some girls so that you can marry into Kli So Kli Israel gives over the four hundred girls. However, the problem was that we spoke that the parrot before spoke out there were six hundred men. So now there's still two hundred girls, two hundred men. I'm sorry, from Benyamin who don't have a wife. So the Klysol, the Zikni Aid, the Zikman Kleis will say we came with a solution. We gave them four hundred girls, but still we need another two hundred. Not everybody in Shavan Yaman has a wife. They said that we need to keep the Shavan Yamun. We can't have that entire Shaven is destroyed. We have to come up with another solution. We can't give over our daughters to them. Because they made a shvuah, they made a curse against anybody who gives over their daughter to Minyaman. So now the Klai Yisrael comes with a solution for the rest of the men from Minyaman. So they come up with a solution. A Yisrael gathers at Shila. There's a Yamtiv. a Yisrael gathers at Shila by the Mishkan. We shall discuss what Yamtiv it is. Maybe it's in Kippur, maybe it's one of the other Shah so they came with a Cheshim like this. They said that the girls are going to, there's going to be many women. There are many girls there. And the Shavuah was that they're not going to give over their daughters to anybody from However, the people from M'shem B'nyam grabbed the girls. That would, not be, keep being, that would not be considered being ever the Shavuah. And that was a solution for the rest of the people from M'shem B'nyam. So they told the people from M'shem B'nyam who didn't have any wives, who didn't, didn't have a girl. So they told them, go out to the vineyards and go take a girl when you see the girls dancing out in the vineyards, go take a girl as a wife. They're going to go out to dance in the vineyards. And they tell them, they tell the people from Sheba and Yemen, grab one of the girls and take them as a wife. The Chida over here points out, the Passover specifically says, You should grab for yourself. Why speak out Lochem? Because, as it says the Chida, this is generally not the best way for a relationship to start off, to grab her against her. Well, that's what the Passover is speaking out just in this specific scenario, this specific situation, where it was Hayrasha, they needed to come with a solution. That's why over here, they were able to do this type of idea. So they, the Apostolic speaks out that the people from Yemen should, shouldn't be concerned that the fathers are then going to come and say, I, we're going to be around the Shul because we're not allowed to give the, our daughters over to you. So the answer is, tell them that they're not being, they're, it's not considered as if they're ever Shua because since they didn't give a, give the girl over to you, you just grab them. They it's not a problem. His talk, the people from Shevon did that solution. They went, and they took the girls as wives. The goes back to their families, everybody goes back to their nachla. Again, we spoke already in the beginning of, of when we started these two episodes of Pilagish Begiva and the story of Pasal Misha, that they, these stories didn't happen right now. These stories were, did not happen in chronological order. They happened before. It's a discussion in the Rishan in the first here when exactly happened. But this is definitely not, this is really not the end of Saber Shaftim. This is really some point in the middle of this, to, of this Tukufa, Pasuk of Hey. the last Pasuk in Saber Sheftim by Yom Ain't so the Pasuk ends off. Again, Klaizhul denied of the king, and everybody was doing what was everybody was doing what was good in their own eyes. Which most of the first time we learn over here that the Pasik over here is describing something negative, that since Klausol didn't have a mouth and have a shaf, that's why these terrible episodes of Pasalmicha and Pilagish begive a curt. However, the Matsud is dubbed over here, and somewhat of a more positive interpretation. He wants to suggest that the khidd, Chil- the Pasuk's telling you that even though there was no melech, even though there was no Sheikh, Klaisel was still able to come up with solutions so that they can give girls over to Sheikh and Yemens, that the entire Sheph isn't lost. Oh, so, someone more, more positive note that even though there's no king, no shefit, Klaisel was able to come up with it with this positive solution. Just going back to the beginning of the parak, two interesting ideas over here. Number one. The Ramban has a kuntz called kunstis The Ramban writes the same idea in the end of Parshiyik in Sefer Yikra, but he also writes there's a kuntz called kuntzacherim, which is written, which is printed at the end of Sefer at the end of where the Ramban is going through the Alachas of a khair, one of the Alachas where Kliyos comes together or Tamarachim comes together and he makes a Kherim. A Kherim is, is similar to a Shvuah. So the Ramban over there discusses it's called kuntzacherim when he discusses the Alachas of a khair. So in there, the Ramban has a very interesting and important idea, which which he brings a raya from our part. The Ramban over there describes. That we see that first of all, one of the things you see from a is that a person who's over on a cherim, is chayv misa, like the pesachim already described. The kliyos said anybody who didn't come to, anybody who didn't come up to figure out what to do with the shape what to do with shavuyn Yemen they're going to be chayv misa. So you see, says Rambam, number one, right? He writes in the in acherim, that you're going to be chayv misa. But then he writes something else, which is very important, very interesting, and the rivash and the tshuva. And Simon Shinsadi Tz is Marach on this the Ramban, and it's very negel halacha where the Ramban writes that we see from here that Klai Israel has the ability to accept upon themselves a new gzera, a new halacha, a new concept—not a new mitzvah, but a new gzera—and the, the Ramban writes that this gzera applies even to their children. Klai Israel can make up something upon themselves, a chayim upon themselves, and that could be on their children as well. And he says we see from this episode, we see from the story of the Shvo that Klai Israel made that they're not going to give their daughters over to Shev and Yamen. And the Ramban writes. That the Gemarim Baba Basra says, if not for the fact that they were able to come up with the drash that the process says, Me Menu and Dafka their own children, but their children's children they're allowed to give over, the khair would have been would have been naik forever, for the for eternity. So therefore says Rahman. You see that clients all can accept upon themselves something which is chal on themselves as well as their children. Raman writes like this: Shucha, al Mazar, Nir and <laughs> <laughs> Rabban writes very interestingly. He says that clients Klaietzlakim makabel upon, them, upon themselves a chirim, and he says not just a chirim would that apply to, but even a nether. And he, as long as it's done by Rabban, as long as it's done with the entirety of Klaietzl, and he writes like we find the Kali all accepted by Kabbalah Satera. Megillah, which Mr. Ramban is dealing with a very interesting question and that is, even though our forefathers, forefathers accepted the Torah at our Sinai, still it's very nice that they accept the Torah but why are we obligated to listen to their acceptance? Why are we Meshubed to follow that our, our fathers, our forefathers accepted the Torah but why is that Meshubed The Ramban suggests over here in the Meshubed Ha'Cherem that yet, we see from here this is said, that Klai has the ability if the Rabbim, if the majority or maybe the entirety of Klai Yisrael accept something upon themselves, that could be Chal for them as well as their children. And he makes a diak from our story over here. He says, And he says, from our story over here, and he says the Gummar Babashav has to make the Drasha that it doesn't apply to your children, but it sounds like that the drasha would apply to your children. It's a very important, interesting. You say the rivash and Shinsai Test is Mariak about this, that Kleinstral, and it could be the Rivash is talking about that a kal, a specific tzibor, a specific congregation, has the ability to accept upon themselves new takhanais, new edicts for the community, and those takanas could apply even for the children, the grandchildren as well, even though they weren't the ones to make Kabbalah, it still could apply for their children, grandchildren, in the future as well. Again, what exactly the are, who can make this Kabbalah when it applies, when it doesn't apply, can they make Kabbalah in as well? Definitely a lot to discuss in this Indian. That is Ramban and the Mishmitei HaCherem, bringing a Raya from our story. There's another interesting Ha'ar over here, a very beautiful idea based on the Rasha where the pesukim and parashas Masi, when they go through the different nesiim, the pasuk describes with the pasuk in regards to shevet ben Yamin, it does not say that it doesn't give the title of the Nasi when it mentions the Shevet of Binyamin. So the question is, the Chizkuni over there is bothered, why doesn't it, say the, why doesn't it give the Nasi the title of the Nasi of the Shevet of Binyamin? So the Chizkuni writes over there, Ma'isi Begiva Nasi. So the Chizkuni writes, because since in the future the episode of plegish Begiva is going to occur, so therefore, and that was going, that was going to happen to the Shevet of Binyamin, therefore Binyamin wasn't deserving of having the title Nasi applied to it, which you see from here, Number one, that something which could happen in the future could be ready to gamma in the early generations. But there's another beautiful idea. We're one of the Talmidim of the author, Salvatka, and the Sefer, Mitzilas Chaim, writes, and he's really bothered by Shaila. He asks, I understand. So you're telling me that the reason why we're not calling the, the Nazi of with the title of Nazi is because of the future episode of Pellagish we give but asks Sabatka. Okay, very nice. But what about the story of, of what about the story of Pasal Misha? We just had the story before. Also, a terrible, tragic story where Chayesol serving of a desire. and the Pesukim describe over there that happened, that was with the Shevet of done. So asks asks the So why by the Shevet of done? Does it does it say the name of the Nazi? Does it say the title of Nazi? And the Shevet of Yehuda doesn't say the title of Nazi. Lechayer serving of a is much worse. Then the avera that Binyamin did that, that Mayicha, when the sheva Binyamin wasn't ma'iche when when the story happened. That's his shilu. Again, Avaydazara is much worse than not, not being ma'iche when something happens in your city. So the, the Silas Chaim wants to suggest based on the based on a very important yusali to take a Meshachach. writes like this. He writes near He writes <laughs> that Avaydazara. The very hummer, the very hummer, the very stringent iser, it's her caris, it's her skill up. Like him, Benimusia, is omitted as a like and gazel, aimed by Malkus. He writes, however, interpersonal avarice like Midas, Machwaikis, Lashin Hara, Rechilas, Gazal, they don't even have Malkas. Davilavik, al Pashlumit. He says, so on the surface level, on the simple level, when we talk about individual avarice, of course, the avarice of Eidazara, the avarice of G'il-Rais is much worse than the Haveris of Lashin Hara, of speaking ill against your friend, of not treating your friend properly, of not having good Midas. However, it says in Mashachachma, Isa, that's only if it's on an individual level. On an individual level, doing the Yitzra of Giler Dumb is much worse than having bad menace. However, Reis, if the Tzibor, if an entire congregation, if entire entire is becomes nishchas and they become terrible in this specific area, and this is the first park. Then the dar of David, they were all tzaddikim, but since they spoke lashon hara, they went out to war and they were unsuccessful. Avodori shel Achav, even but the dar in they were terrible. Avod David Azar, Avod But still, by Hadesh la how you yardil and Machametzveh, no itzchin. Yishami writes that even though they served David Azar, still they went out to war and they were successful. Kima tzibur nishkas David Azar writes, as in Emr, shechena itam v'teichem tumatz. Avlamatzibur nishkas from Midas writes, alike. Fascinating, Mashal Incredibly insightful. Mashal is teaching us this insight that when Klal or the Umosa are doing terrible affairs of a the rights, however, they're treating each other properly. They're bishalom. They're not speaking Russian har with each other. They can still be successful in war. They can still go out and be successful. However, if there's a degeneration in society where society is acting terrible to each other, where moral principles are totally gone, and people treat each other with terrible midays, they don't have shalom. They speak Russian har about each other. They gossip about each other. Then, then they won't be successful in their battles, they won't be successful in their lives. So again, even though on the individual level, of course, the aveyors of Yidarais and Vedazar are worse, however, on a societal level, mashallah was telling us that when society breaks down completely and there's no proper moral behavior between each other, then that is worse. And even these Tarei Laveres, we see again the importance of the mitzvahs al l'chaverai, the Rosh is ma'arach about this, and the Rosh talks about this in the beginning of Peya, that it could be benadam l'chaverai is even more chameleba b'adam l'makim, but definitely an important lesson to keep in mind that the mitzvahs al l'chaverai, proper midas, not speaking of Rosh can be and is, like Rosh Hashanah is teaching us, very, very important mitzvahs, very important halachis. Mazel tov on the completion of Seh Rosh Hashem we will pick up with Sefer Yeshaya. We're going to be learning Sefer Yeshaya Bezbar Hashem. As many of the Afteris in Yeshaya, the summer are the Haftaris that we in the summer. So Bezbar Hashem, we will be picking up with Sefer Yeshaya. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week.